All right. That gives you a little bit of an idea of the agony that we can go through. And I'm not talking about that you went to that extreme, but I believe you would have to also say a hearty amen to the point where the enemy gets in your mind and you start doubting everything. It seems like something, I mean, you, you could be walking strong in God one day, and the next thing you know, the eclipse comes, it covers up the sun, it just seems like your God disappears. Seems like, because we know that that's not true in the Word of God, but I know how you and I are at times. We feel like we're alone or abandoned, even though it's not true. Now, I know that's just a movie, but one thing I did like, he never even looked at the enemy, never even addressed the enemy. He just spoke the Word of God, which is what you and I got to do. So what I'm telling you, any true person who wants to really serve God, true person who wants to serve God, not just go to church, will have times of eclipse in their life. Because you and I have to learn to walk by faith. And not by feelings. We're too much of a feeling person. And Christmas is coming. Christmas is coming. Christmas is coming. Christmas is gone. That's the way we are. Decorate love. Decorate was and was. And then you got to take them down. Life's ruined. Because we're feeling. And you got to walk by faith. And so the Lord lets and permits sometimes the eclipse of your soul come in your life. Now, Psalm 6 talks about David. Verse 2, he says, this is David now complaining or crying out, Have mercy upon me, O Lord, for I am weak. Now, have you ever said that when you've prayed? And I've said that a lot. God, I'm not even trying to convince you I can handle it. I can't cut it. I don't have what it takes. And so David's doing the same thing, said, For I am weak, O Lord, heal me, for my bones are vexed. And you can look that word up, it means like physically uh, a weakness and a pain. Sometimes you can suffer from an ailment or a pain so long, the eclipse of it seems to overcome everything. All the promises of God, all the friends that might try to cheer you up, even your ability to pray kind of just collapse like the Lord did. It says, my soul also is sore vexed, but thou, O Lord, how long? As this eclipse comes, return, O Lord, deliver my soul, O save me for thy mercy's sake. For in death there is no remembrance of thee, in the grave who shall give thee thanks? I am weary with my groanings, all the night make I my bed to swim. I water my couch with my tears, my eyes are consumed because of grief, it waxes old because of all my enemies. And I believe if you're a Really wanting to serve God, you've had nights like that agony of your soul on your couch, wherever. Wondering what. And usually what the true person of God really does, what have I done to offend you, God? What sin is in me that you seem to have left me? And that's what the psalmist David appeals to God for mercy, for relief, maybe from some type of discipline or chastisement which in his eyes right then and there seems like it's going to destroy him and render him absolutely unable to serve God anymore. Too much, too overwhelmed with it all, David was saying. John 12 tells us this, Then Jesus said unto them, Yet a little while, it is the light with you. Walk while you have the light, lest darkness come upon you. For he that walketh in darkness knoweth not whether he goeth. I mean, it would be impossible 
or sound like an impossible saying, but at times I've held the Word of God. There's thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of pages of truth. And I look at it like I can't find a thing. Usually thinking, Lord, I've got to be the worst thing you've saved. And then you go, am I saved? Because the eclipse has come over. You understand the Bible tells us without God, what can you do? You're good at that. We're good at that. That's true. It's absolutely true. You just can't do a thing without God. So I believe the Lord uses seasons of darkness in our lives. When we just don't seem to receive from the Lord. And at times it can get really ugly or bad. Like we just kind of witnessed right there. Now what I call, I call that is an eclipse of the soul. It's just you and nothing else. Exodus 10 tells us, And the Lord said unto Moses, Stretch out thy hand toward heaven, that there may be darkness over the land of Egypt, even darkness which may be felt. It can get like that. It can seem like that. It can even be that darkness that is felt. One time you're receiving and walking and understanding and word of God's exploding. To you. Another time you're going, oh, no, Lord, where are you? A darkness which can be felt. And in those times, geez, you question everything. Everything you've ever done. Verse 22 says, Moses stretched forth his hand toward heaven, and there was a thick darkness in all the land of Egypt three days. I'm just showing you this stuff because this stuff happens. This is true. This happens in a real Christian's life, and you need to know this. Now, there is a darkness that you can cause, and I can cause. Now, I'm really not talking about that, but we might as well look at this part. Proverbs tells us, look, the way of the wicked, the person who wants nothing to do with God, doesn't even want to hear what I'm saying now. You don't even understand how would you get dragged into this church today, or you want nothing to do with the Word of God at all, ever. So God says in Proverbs, what's another name for the book of Proverbs? The book of wisdom. You're getting wisdom today. It says, but the way of the wicked is total darkness. I don't care if they have the highest position in the, in the world or America. If they're in weakness, they're in total darkness. They have, look, they have no idea what they're stumbling over. So when you turn on O'Reilly or somebody and they make some kind of law and they pass it, and you're going, what on earth is wrong with them? They have no idea what they're doing, no idea what they're even stumbling over. No idea what's causing it. To the wicked, not to you, to the wicked. Jeremiah tells us what? Wherefore their way shall be unto them as slippery ways in the darkness. They shall be driven on and fall therein, for I will bring evil upon them even in the year of their visitation, saith the Lord, not the devil. You tell God, hit the road. Don't bother me. Take your word and get out of my face. He'll let you go. You want to go on your own. You're going to walk, you're going to slip, you're going to stumble, and you're going to fall. Because you and I were not made to be independent from God. 
America, can you, how's America doing trying to get independent from the things of God? We are dependent. And the dudes, whoever make our rules, don't even get it. So now what? It's even worse for our nation, is it not? My gosh, if you're sitting here as an individual thinking, I don't know if I want to serve God. And dude, just look at our nation. Just look at it. That's the way you're going. It says this, Isaiah 60. For behold, darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people. So I believe a spiritual gross darkness eclipse is upon our land. It could be absolutely devastating to our nation and devastating to an individual. Okay, now these are those who are saying, forget it, God. I believe that happens to them. They're blinded to the things of God, want nothing to do with the God. Now I'm talking about us also who are spiritual. No, I believe eclipse also could come over you, but for a whole total reason, different reason. Because God is so awesome. So what's happening to our nation, what's happening to the individual, it's nothing to do with God. It's not true for the Christian. So you have to figure this morning whether you're Christian by name only, because it makes you feel fuzzy and good, or if you're truly trying to serve God. That's between you and God. So it's not for the Christian. So again, Isaiah 62 says, For behold, darkness shall cover the earth, gross darkness the people, but the Lord shall rise upon thee, and the glory of God shall be seen upon thee. If you are in an eclipse, an eclipse of your soul right now, and I believe you'll have a witness to it if I'm talking to you right now, I'm here to tell you that it's only temporary. Just like we saw there, maybe even not that fast, movie's sake, the eclipse can come on you and God sees how you walk and function when you don't have the feeling or the insight or the joy or I want to. You just walk trying to serve God because of the Word of God. And then the eclipse will slowly leave. It's only temporary for you and I. And I believe God can do it as an individual, and I believe God can do it as an entire church to see if you can cut the mustard in God. (laughs) This is true. All right, look, here's, here's my little personal story. About a month ago, in the, in the midst of Ruth's surgery and recovery and trying to do everything I never thought I would have to do, like we kind of joked about it, you know, trying to put on her earrings. You know, I'm, I'm not young anymore. So it was putting her life in my hands, trying to stick earrings. I'm a fashion designer. I'm a hairdresser. I'm a homemaker. All this is going on while I'm still trying to preach the Word of God and be a man of God and trying to be pleasing to God. And so I ran into Dollar General the other day, like I said, about a month ago, and saw someone I hardly know. New Hope is what, 26 years old? They might have been here twice. Never, never was this their church, nothing like that. Hardly, no, hardly, no. And of course, I was in one of my great um, loving, wonderful self-feelings, I was hiding. <laughs> do, you ever, do you ever be like that? Any, you don't want to be bothered. You don't want to talk godly. You don't want to be happy. 
I just want to go buy toothpaste and go home. It's the truth. Let's just be true, right? So that's what I was doing. I was. And it was a fine person, too. Nothing, nothing at all. So he finally checked out because he was checking out with his little family. And I was going up there and went, yeah, you just don't want to run into people. So I waited. He checked out. Went to his car. I said, went and, I don't know what it was, toothpaste or whatever. Ruth was actually in the car. I haven't even said anything to Ruth at all about this. And so I must have been a few more things since I was in the trunk. You know how the trunk's kind of like your hiding place. So I'm in the trunk like this, and all of a sudden I feel, I look up, it's him. I mean, we are face to face. It was only like a 14-second meeting. He went, hi, Pastor Joe. Tap, oh, he's tapped me on the back. Hi, Pastor Joe. I want you to know the eclipse is only temporary. Turned around and walked away. Yeah. Now, now, if you've never been in an eclipse, you might be going, what? But some of the reaction I got, I think you, you don't know what that meant to me. I mean, I was in my office the next few days after going, it's only temporary, temporary. So then my mind and heart started to line up and started to put things together. I'm just walking in a season. It's not like God has given up on me and he's done with me and he's through with me. It's only temporary. And that was a month ago. And I don't even know if it's lifted yet. All I know is what I heard from that young man that by the mercy of God, while I'm even trying to hide from God's messenger, still came, got me, and told me, and told me. It's only temporary. 1 John 1, 5 says, This then is the message which we have heard of him and declared unto you, that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. None whatsoever. If the enemy has given you a spin job, and you kind of just don't know where you are, what you are. If you're trying to serve God and you're feeling like a piece of trash, like you can't, I'm telling you it's only temporary. Absolutely temporary. All you've got to do is keep putting one foot in front of the other by faith, trying to serve and live uh, by Almighty God. Oh, I must have left my Bible. You just have your Bible. It's like the little lantern that Paul Rivera might have used. Just enough light for the next step, for the next step, for the next step as you serve God and live for God. And let God do what he does. And the darkness is day to God. Do you understand? As bright as I can make it in here, that's what darkness is to God. I see you all the time. I know what's going on. But see, you and I are such feeling creatures. We walk by feelings. So if you haven't caused your darkness by being wicked and wanting nothing to do with God, and all of a sudden all this other nonsense has happened, spun you around, you don't know what's up or down, you just hang on to the Word of God. Remember I did a message a long, long time ago. I don't even know if we were in this sanctuary yet. Um, remember when John Kennedy's son died? He was in his own little plane. And remember, it was kind of like uh, dusk time or something, wasn't it getting dark? And he never remembered, he didn't learn yet to fly by instruments. 
You remember the story or not? And smacked going like 200 miles an hour into the water. And he thought he was going up when he was going down. Because he was going by senses and feelings. All he had to do was look at the instruments. But he didn't know how to read them. And that's what the Word of God is to you and I. The Word of God can you right now could be saying, hang on, hang on, hang on. Or it could be telling you, pull up, pull up. And you have to be sensitive to the Word. And trust the Word of God. Not your feelings and eyesight. They lie to us. I mean, everything was washed from me. As soon as he patted me on the back, shook my hand and said, he said, the, the eclipse only temporary. It's as if someone hit me with a power washer, the glory of God. It was as if God was saying, you'll be all right. He, as if God was patting me on the back. This is only temporary. Just hang in there. This is part of my lessons. For a greater purpose. So, I don't know where you are, but I'm telling you where I have been. 2 Samuel twenty two twenty nine 29 says this. This is what the Lord says to you and I. For thou art my lamp, O Lord, and the Lord will lighten my darkness. God will lighten your darkness. And actually, you're the one that God brought here today. You're the one that he drew out of bed or from work, wherever you were, put you right down to hear this word. And so God is telling you, as he told Samuel, For thou art my lamp, O Lord, and the Lord will lighten my darkness. Your darkness will start to get light if you continue to simply trust Almighty God. Even if you leave still in total darkness today, trust Him. Because it's only temporary. That eclipse that comes upon us at times. So if you've been walking down a lonely road, feel forsaken or lost or unimportant or of a failure in that dark circumstance, I'm telling you today, it's only temporary. Now, if you go out here and say, I'm going to keep on sinning like I was, that's between you and God. Job said this. Listen to Job's words. Moreover, Job continued his parable and said, Oh, that I was as in months past, as in the days when God preserved me. There's, this is Job is saying, you know, months past, it was awesome. All I had to do to look up with God, and he was giving me a cold glass of water. All I had to do was just kind of say, Lord, and he was there. And there are times and seasons like that. Job continued his parable, Oh, that I were as in months past, as in the days when God preserved me, when his candle shined upon my head, and when by his light I walked through darkness. That's how you get through the eclipse. That's why God brings the eclipse. You trust the word in, oh my Lord. And God said, okay, do you trust me only because of this fish and bread? Or do you trust me because you know I'm your sustenance? I am truly the Savior. Oh, I trust you, Lord, I trust you. You know how we are. So God says, okay, and the eclipse comes. And God wants to see if you will walk according to the light of the word of God. You have no idea. None of that stuff is before you. Just walk. By the word, I don't know where you are, God. I, have no, I just don't know what's going on. God, I feel totally lost, completely forsaken. Lord! It's only temporary. That's the awesome part. It is. 
I don't know what God's going to do to America. That's too big for me. I just don't know. I, mean, I couldn't even handle the nation of Joe. It was, it was too hard. The nation of Joe was too fouled up. How in the heck can I figure out what God's going to do with America? But all I know is he gave me, and I'll tell you what, there was many weeks in my office I'm going, Lord, I would say, help God. I need help, Lord. You've got to help me, Lord. Another week go by, and I would say, Lord, I need help, God. Another week would go by, I'd say, Lord, don't you understand I need help? I mean, it was getting more and more. And then God sent that dude from Dollar General. It's, it was just awesome, yes, and I still thank him today for that. John 1, 1 in New Living says this, In the beginning the Word already existed. The Word was God, and the Word, wa- the word was with God, and the Word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. Talking about your Lord, Jesus. God created everything through Him, and nothing was created except, uh, and nothing was created except through Him. The Word gave life to everlasting that was created, and this life brought light to everyone. He's light. Do you understand? Once you were lost, and now you are saved. What's the difference? Well, you passed from what? Darkness to light. The light is the Lord. And that's what they're saying there. The Lord will give you light today, and if you've been listening, He's giving you light now. Whether you're sitting in darkness from choice telling God hit the road, or whether you're in darkness saying, God, where are you, Lord, where are you? You're receiving light. One is your choice, the other one, just hang in there. It's only temporary. God will give you light today. 2 Corinthians 4, 6 says, For God, listen, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, hath shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. This light hath shined in the true believer's heart. That's when you know you're saved. That's when the rubber hits the road. Not just Christian ideas or Christian, you know, try to be good and all that kind of stuff. No, I'm talking about a dark, good-for-nothing, lousy, forsaken heart. And all of a sudden, light happens. It's amazing. It's true, and it's real. So that's what Paul is saying to the Corinthians. The Lord God who created light in this physical world can fill your heart with spiritual light. He can, even in those seasons where the eclipse comes on you, like we saw in the movie, where it just seems like in the devil, a lousy devil's always in your ear. I still don't know all what eternity is going to be like, but I hope it's, one thing I hope is that we can just haul off and crack him. Each one of us have one time to deck him. Wouldn't that be fun? Just to knock every lousy, dirty, rotten teeth out of his mouth. Because he's constantly in your ear telling you, it's too hard for you. (laughs) It's impossible for you to save them souls. You can't do it. No, never, never, no. You can't serve God. Not you. And God wants you what? You just hang in there with the word of God. Hold on to the horns of the altar was the old saying. Just hold on to those horns.
of the altar. You're not in, even to get into a verbal battle. Just hang on to God. I trust you and you alone, oh God. You alone are my strength. Lord, without you I can do nothing. Lord, you're my morning, you're my evening, you're my everything. All right, Ephesians tells us this to you and I. Wherefore he saith, awake thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead, and what? Christ shall give thee light. You know, they say it's up in Alaska, right? I don't know what time of year it is or what, when this happens, but it's dark forever up there, it seems like. Uh, it's dark for months up there. Somewhere the sun moves, radius of the earth, everything. Zip goes down the sun. They don't see it maybe for 90 days or four or five months. And they say what skyrockets? Suicide. It does. And the enemy jumps in on the darkness. I don't know if it's still true now because people are becoming so crazy without the presence of God. But crime was always way higher in the darkness. And so that's what the enemy waits. He waits for the darkness and tries to, to jump on you. And your job is to just simply believe God. So God says, awake, thou that sleepest. And that sleepest means what? Not your bed. You're supposed to sleep. You need sleep. The sleep he's talking about is your walk with God. Wake up. Start serving God. Going to church is not serving God. That's what's happened in America. We just go. Now I think it's what, 33% of us go and that's it? And I wonder how many of the 33% are really serving God. And even that flyer where it says millions of Christians didn't go to the pool, I wonder how many of those are really Christians. Yeah, it's true. So he says, wherefore saith Awake, thou that sleepeth, arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. I'm telling you, your eclipse is only temporary. It's for a greater purpose. Your eclipse, whether it's personal, or whether it's this church, or whether it's me as a pastor, it's all going to work for greaterness in the kingdom of God. If we don't panic and run in the midst of it. Now look, here's what it is. Acts tells us this, New Living Translation. For the Lord gave us this command, not choice, when he said, I have made you light to the Gentiles to bring salvation to the farthest corners of the earth. When the Gentiles heard this, they were very glad and thanked the Lord for his message. And all who were chosen for eternal life became believers. So the Lord's message spread throughout the region. So God is putting you and I through these eclipses so that you and I will walk according to the word of Almighty God because your God knows there's a dark eclipse coming to this nation and somebody that you work beside, somebody that you know, somebody that you shop with, somebody that you bump into will be able to receive the wisdom that God has given you in your little personal eclipse now. It's the truth. It's exactly what God does. You can read books and become book smart, but God loves you to walk things. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow or through the flood or through the fire, 
God wants you to walk and experience those things so that you can have victory through them. I have made you a light to the Gentiles. Run away. <laughs> Ephesians 5.8 says this. Now listen to you and I, true believers. For you were sometimes darkness. You remember those days when you didn't know God, didn't have any clue of God at all? At all? You were sometimes darkness, but now are you light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. You are called of God to walk, even though you might be in a season of eclipse and it's about wearing you out, weighing you down just like I was. God is telling you it's only temporary. Just walk according to the Word of God. You are a child of light. Stop believing the voices. Constantly yelling at you. Constantly trying to say, you're this, you're that, you're a joke, you're a failure. He is a liar. 2 Samuel twenty two thirty one says this, As for God, His way is perfect. That's all you need to know. Please don't fall into that trying to figure it out. How are you going to figure it out? I can't even figure out gravity. Figure that out. Figure out the wind. It was so windy at prayer time. By the way, we're praying 730 next Saturday. About 7 o'clock was rain and wind was so bad I could hardly see. I couldn't see the church. And then within 10 minutes it was gone. Where'd the wind go? Where'd it go? Well, it come out to my house. Yeah, but where'd it go after that? Where's it at now? You can't figure a thing out. Simply know that God's way is perfect. The word of the Lord is tried. This thing works, they're saying. He's a buckler to all them that trust in him. You trust God will be your shield and your buckler. Even in the midst of the eclipse and the hurt and the crying and the agony of the soul, God will be your buckler if you hang on to him. So the answer is, who or what are you going to trust today? The new election? I'm going to do my best. I'm going to punch my thing real hard. I will do my best according to the word of God. But who are you really going to trust? Who are you going to put your trust in? Who or what today? Well, let's stand. I'm going to give you this last scripture. And then we're going to play a song. And I would say to you, if you're going to trust God, then you come down here and you stand and you sing that song with all you got. It's a great song. You'll know it. You don't even know it. The lyrics are on the screen. And it speaks about your God. And you have got to have this walk with God. Because if you're in an eclipse, you should be receiving light. I mean, you understand, I'm not the greatest person in the things of God. But it, it was just so heavy and dark, it didn't dawn on me what was going on. I just thought, What's, I'm a loser. God, I got to be the worst thing you've ever saved. How can I be like this after all these years of serving you, God? By now, Lord, I thought I'd be running on water, not walking. 
You understand? I'm trying to just be honest. How can I get spun around, feel this dark, feel all this, and think, where are you? And now the mercy and the grace of God, he comes, sent me someone I was hiding from, said, this is only temporary. You know what? I know he wasn't, but to me it was as if God manifested himself and told me. It's only temporary to whoever you are. You come to this altar, you'll feel the pat of God on your back. You hang in there. Whoever, who are, whatever your name is, whatever your name is. Jim Foster, only temporary. This eclipse. It'll pass. Psalms 18.2 says this to you and I. The Lord is my rock. He's my rock. The Lord is my rock and my fortress. I run in there when all the darts are coming and the enemy's shooting. I run to my fortress. Even when the enemy's yelling at me, God doesn't love you. He's my rock and my fortress. And he's my deliverer. He delivered me at Dollar General. I didn't have to go and get baptized in Jordan and Israel trying to receive some insight from God, buying toothpaste, hiding in Dollar General. You understand? In other words, God knows where you're at. And He knows when you need Him. God had decided, like I said, I still don't know if the eclipse is gone or not. All I know is just understanding is light to me. Just getting this, I'm going, oh, okay, God, you do love me. I still have a purpose. I'm still here for a reason. Because our little fleshly still caves quickly. You know that's true. So the Lord said, I'm your rock, your fortress, and your deliverer. My God, my strength in whom I will trust, my buckler and the horn of my salvation, and he's my high tower. That's what your Lord is. And if you're like I was, feeling great for you, Pastor, why not me? I've been there, done that. You walk by faith as this song starts, and you come just stand at this altar, You sing that song the best you know how. And you trust Almighty God because you and I serve an absolute awesome God. Do we not? If that eclipse is on you, if you've been in it a long time, you come now. We'll sing this song together. Bell it out as hard as you can. Right in the face of the enemy.